I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens between them. What kind of life is happening between us now? Something's happening. <laughs> oh, our podcast has been all weird and wonky. Wonky podcast. Yes. Mm. And it's not us. No. It's it's not our fault. And somebody asked us that on Tumblr. Okay. And did most you answer of our, them? I, I did, but I I don't generally publish our responses to people's questions. Um, I'm happy to. You don't answer. even tell me they ask questions. Let <laughs> 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 alone publish any answers. Right. Right. No, I generally don't publish our answers because it it seems like a lot of questions are fairly specific or personal. Oh, okay. And so, um, a lot of times it's kind of a targeted thing, and you know, I just want to shoot back the response to the specific question that was asked, but. We've gotten a couple questions about why the heck does our podcast keep downloading every episode. And it's actually our hosting site. I see. And the reason I know it's the hosting site is because I subscribe to TrekCast, mm -hmm. the number one Star Trek podcast. Okay. They're kind of awesome. All right. And, um, and they use the same hosting service we do. And they also have had every single episode decide to re-download and I tweeted a couple weeks ago that their their website interface was down for their hosting service and within seconds of me tweeting at them the interface website went almost immediately from a 404 not found to a please bear with us while we fix problems site good yes they were very very quick to fix and so I like that but it looks like the fix meant that every single episode of most of their hosted podcasts had to reload themselves. Yes. Ah. And so I had every single episode of TrekCast on my computer and it said, cannot update my phone. There was too many. There were too many. There wasn't room and I was confused as to why. And then I saw that there were a hundred TrekCast episodes. Right. And 30 of ours and, yeah. So that's so that. that's what the hell is going on with that. Yes. Okay. And we have some other questions, I think, that had other people have asked. Okay. That we want to sort of clarify and clear, clean up and misunderstandings and... Let me find out what they are. Yeah, because I manage our web stuff and oftentimes it's just, you know, can you participate in our project? Can you, do you, have you, Okay. will you? Probably not. Probably not. And for the question of will we, you know, support your cause or participate in your project, um, not by way of the website or the podcast or anything that we do publicly. Right. Because we are here to be the... somebody else like me the it gets better for somebody else who needs a story to listen to somebody who needs to say i'm glad that nonsense is not going on at my house right <laughs> i 
needs somebody to identify with. And while we do support a lot of positive causes, um, we generally prefer to do that personally as opposed to with our public persona. It's weird to think that we have a public persona. It's news to me. Just like the questions. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. And, yeah, since we don't want to link our public and private lives for the sake of professionalism and, you know, the ramifications that might happen in our private lives if other people knew. We're talking about you online, haha. -ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Then, just, it can just be a problem anyway. People don't like what you are or what you're going to say and we all don't know how bad that can turn out yeah it, it's never positive so no. we just try and keep keep those things as separate as possible and so yes some of our friends do know that we have a podcast but most of them don't and most people just don't need to know all about everything in our world right did i just spit on you mm -hmm. i'm sorry mm -hmm. And so that, I guess, leads right into the other question they ask about, where are you? Because they ask about, you know, the doctor you've used and the, you know, who do you see and where do you go? Because it sounds like your doctors are very accepting. So can we get hooked up with them, too? I thought we already explained we're in the middle of nowhere. We are in the middle of nowhere. But unfortunately, the middle of nowhere doesn't give them any sort of doctor reference. And I think... My doctors are all on our local trans resources. Right. So if you have a trans resource guide, even if you're in the middle of nowhere, mm -hmm. those doctors are on there. Mm -hmm. And we, we add doctors. I mean, they, you know, we add doctors to that. If every, anybody has a doctor that it's going well with, they right. put their doctors on there. Right. And so because... We can't really talk about who we are or where we are outside of the experiences we share in the podcast. We don't really want that to connect our private lives to our public persona here. We're not going to share details about what doctor you go to or where we live or what region of the American West, what state, what city. Unfortunately not. That's why I want to, you know, make sure that if you're looking for a doctor, that you find your, whatever the closest resource guide is to your area. Right. It should have the doctors on there. And, and other guys like me and, and other women that I've met in our area, you know, they, they do the same. We all put our doctors on there so we can each find our, you know, each find doctors. Yes. Yeah. So start online. There's tons online. And if there's not a lot in your area, we're in the middle of nowhere and we were able to make something work. So. Right. And and there are, I mean, I think towards the west, like we are, that may be different than towards the south. Yeah. I, I know. don't know. I mean, I'm. Yeah, no, I, I listen to... Smaller areas in the south. Like transition, transmission, those girls generally drive out of state to go see their doctors. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Or, and then we have a friend that moved from here to another middle of nowhere, and there are no doctors. He has to go really far to find a doctor. Yeah. He had to go like a couple few hours yeah. away. No good. But speaking of doctors, um, the question has been asked, how did you get your surgery covered? Um, savings. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no insurance there. No. They covered the scripts for the pain meds. Oh, good. And the antibiotic. Mm -hmm. Probably by accident. Because, <laughs> you know, I went to the same pharmacy I go, to, I go to for, you know, other things. Right. Um, not for my tea. No. I have that at a different pharmacy for two reasons. The one I go to for my insurance meds, like when you get a, an antibiotic or something, they're expensive otherwise. They're right. just really close to our house, and when insurance is covering it, it's $5 for a script. That's one thing. But you have to shop around for your hormones. You if can you're find paying them out of pocket, you got to find the lowest price. A lot cheaper, other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and you drive to Costco, don't you? I do. I do. And you can get Costco to mail it to you, too, if you can get a script in, in the mail to them. But I just drive there. Yeah. It's It's manageable. We have to go there sometimes anyway. Right. But you did. You paid out of pocket for... I did. I paid for the... the And I, you know, I think that's one of the things of being an older guy and having a secure job that I've had for all this time and also being in a place, not just legally in our state, but, but also um, in a place in my job where I don't have to worry about losing my job because of my transition... Um, you have a, you have established work history of positive performance. You have seniority. You have a good support network of colleagues who are genuine friends. And I, I've you know got a, a a job where I can save money, and that's what I did. I saved money. You did. Mm -hmm. And so you paid for the actual surgeon out of pocket. I did. Some of the ancillary items you did get covered. Was there other things besides the script? I think it was just the scripts. I don't know. I think that was it. Okay. There, there wasn't anything else I needed. Did you, were was you it? able to flex um, like the bandages and things like that that we had to buy? Um, if you give me the receipts, I don't think I have the receipts. Okay. But I can put them in the flex, which is... Mm -hmm. um, that is the account where you get money out of your paycheck directly into a medical uh, account. Debit card. Yeah, and then they you pay for it on the debit card. And so you can also mail those receipts in or, or actually fax them in, and I can do that if I have them. Yay, fax. If, if, if the receipt says flex bending eligible, which a lot of stores have that category, Yes, especially if you go to like a regular pharmacy, a Walgreens or a CVS or a... Right. Well, and even the grocery stores, they they do that, so... Okay. Um, so they might be. Yep. The other Arnica and stuff like that, I mean, that's just stuff mostly we have and I've got more of, you know... Yes, your naturopathic medicines. Right. I'll turn that off.
Okay. It's telling me to medicate number one child. Oh, well. Normally we would do that right about now. Yes. What other questions are there? What's the George workout? We talk about going to the gym. We just finally got back to the gym. Yes. You were going not at all because of your surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, in the time leading up to the surgery, number two's visitation with his other mom had been really spotty, and so I wasn't getting that time either. Right. Because... That's not the way it works. No. He, he needs a certain atmosphere in order to he needs some support at the end of his day it doesn't involve you know more daycare type thing like a gym would have yes. but anyhow the workout yes I have a workout that a trainer at the gym helped me with and in our gym uh, you get a couple free training sessions when you join and you spread them out a little Sort of like a, I think for them, they give that to you because if they give you an assessment and then a reassessment, they make sure you're not going to croak on them or something at your gym. You know <laughs> what I mean? I mean, I think it's something very practical. Yes. But, so the trainer wrote a, a program for me and she knew I was in transition because. Um, you told her? I told her, but we had, <laughs> yes, that would be why. But But I was comfortable telling her fairly early because she. And I had had other conversations about similar things, and she had dated somebody trans. And, and so anyhow, she, I knew she was comfortable with this process and that she would uh, be able to help me more with what I wanted to do if she under, really understood what I was trying to do as far as building muscle and where I wanted to build muscle and how. So I have a program that she developed and. You do like a, a 20 to 30 minutes of cardio. You can do more, and that's never a bad thing. And typically I do some cardio, and then at the end I try to do some cardio again after I've lifted weights because it loosens me up again. Otherwise I'm too tight, and it's harder to stretch. Right. Um, and I do different like weight-type machines at the gym mm-hmm. for um, my legs and for my chest and for my back and triceps and and such. So you have three different routines, basically, I understand that you do. Yes. You have leg day. Mm-hmm. You can add leg day to either yes. thing if you're, if you're not going there every day, like if, which right now I am not going every day. No, you're easing back into it because right. you haven't been in a while. No. And your schedule just doesn't allow it right now. No, I have to carve that time back out. I had it carved out really good out of my work schedule, and it's not right now no and it gets squashed when there's a lot of appointments for the number two kid which he did have a lot of he did uh, but in any case I have three workouts that I do um, there's a legs one and then the back one let's see it's back and biceps and then it's uh, chest and triceps Yes. Those are the groupings. So, and I, when I went back this time, I tried each of my workouts to see what I could still do in them. The very first time I went back, I didn't do any chest ones because I had not gotten the rest of the clearance from the surgeon. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead, do whatever you want. 
And this past week, I did go and do the, the chest ones. I could do everything. I could basically do everything I was doing when I left at pretty much the same weight. But my chest was sore in an uncomfortable way like two days later. And I think some more stretching could help that. And I think massaging more scar tissue yeah, is the other key to solving that problem. Sounds good. Yep. So you, you do... You do a different thing altogether. I do. I do my cardio last because weights first works better for me. Mm-hmm. And then I don't end up stretching my cardio out because I like my cardio. Mm-hmm. The ellipticals they have at the gym make me happy. Yeah, they have nice ellipticals there. They do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I... That's the other thing I, I have the advantage of, though, is I have an elliptical at our office that we use, you know, me and my coworkers use that elliptical that used to be mine and my ex's, and it's humongous like the gym ones are, so it's um, at the office. And I can do that in between things. Um, if I want to get dressed in gym clothes, I can do a longer stint of it, but otherwise I, I can only do about... Seven minutes, and I'll start sweating too much, and that's not good for your work clothes. Nope. Mm-mm. Especially not if you're expected to go and be professional in yeah. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, if if I change, I could do more. But on the days I can't get to the gym, it's nice to do about five or seven minutes of that in between things because it keeps you, keeps you going. Right. So that's the George workout thing. Yay, mm-hmm. Mr. George. Mm-hmm. And, oh, we've gotten a couple questions about your first marriage when you were identifying as female and had a wife. And how legal was that and how official was that? There was nothing legal about it. There's no legal type thing like that in this area. Right. Mm-hmm. Or there wasn't. No. No, we got it. It was official enough to go on for about 14 years. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's all the official stuff there was to it. Yeah, and that's kind of how the queers did it for a long time. Yes, we did it the queer way officially. And if memory serves, you guys didn't have any sort of ceremony or anything, did you? You just sort of had the common no. law agreement of... No, we had this agreement of ain't marrying you. <laughs> because you couldn't, so... Right. Yeah, we, we just did the uh, household and kid type thing. Right. Yep. Good for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Kids. <laughs> okay. What other questions are there? I think the only other questions that we've gotten recently that were worth mentioning uh, that I would be concerned about clarifying for our friends is about my gender oh okay because somebody shared with us that article about the teens did you see that online about the two teens who were both transitioning in opposite directions and they were a couple maybe and they assumed that that was like us that we're both in opposite directions oh no you're princess man like naturally yes Mm mm-hmm you didn't have to go through everything I'm going through to get there. No. Mm-mm. I am biologically 
female and psychologically princess man. Yes. Mm -hmm. There you have it. Which is why we had the almost marriage certificate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did ask you if if we went and got gay married somewhere, what when the whole gay marriage stuff was going around in different states and yeah. and about to go in with the feds and stuff like that. I said, So if we get gay married, do we have to get married again after my transition? And you said no. 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 We didn't get around to it because it was too much hassle to go all the way to another state and do this thing. Yes. And, you know, the certificate of civil union is okay for you know, what we need. And it was actually a huge benefit in our taxes because we were both biologically female. And so we were... That seems so weird to me now. I know. (laughs) I did what? You used to try and act like a girl or something. I don't think I was acting like that. (laughs) (laughs) I was stuck like that, but I wasn't acting like that no 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 you weren't no can i tell you something funny now yes okay so i'm working and i got this thing lately that you know i noticed different things that happened in transition that weren't happening before right and what i got the other day just kind of made me laugh because um it was some folks i was uh doing some work with um a work-related type thing, anyhow. I remind them of some guy. Some guy. Yeah. I'm not only a guy, but I'm like some other guy now. You're a guy who's like some other guy. That was really wild to me. <laughs> I'm like, oh. That's great. I remind you of some guy that you guys all know. Wow. Okay. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. So that was fun. And the other thing was when... I've had this a few times lately where um, one person says the the other person, listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. I'm thinking. You do know what you're talking about. Well, yeah, but versus some guy who doesn't know what he's talking about or someone who's not a guy or. Did they ever say that before? No, they never said that before. Huh. It's, It's assumed that you are competent. You don't have to prove your competency. I do not. I do not have to prove any competency because I am now seen as male. And I don't know because when I was not seen as male and didn't hang out with guys or I don't know, when when I was like being a queer and hang out with lots of women and other really queer people like me, but Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of skepticism about guys being naturally competent. So... (laughs) It's weird. It is. But it's usually some guy talking to some other guy. Yes. Listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. He does. I'm like, hey, looking over my shoulder. Who? In my head. (laughs) Hey, that's me. I know what I'm talking about. You do. Apparently. (laughs) That's what they pay you the big bucks for. (laughs) So there you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Um. My funny story yes. is related to okay. um, being being, uh, being biologically female, but seen as not. Mm-hmm. So and I, you told me this when we first got together, because you were doing some, some yes. church thing, and you'd go in, and yeah. you're not a small person. You're 
tall person. I am, and I honestly find it very flattering when someone assumes that I am not biologically female. And I'm sure that part of that is because of my non-binary identity, that mm -hmm. I, I like it. And it reminds me of, I think it was Toby Hillmeyer who was talking on, I think it was Gendercast. She said that when she does queer things, she goes out and speaks and, you know, or is participating in other queer groups and people see that she's a trans butch and they try to he her because they think they're being respectful of her pronouns and that she's biologically female. And she finds it terribly flattering because that means that she's really genuinely passing. And so if my gender identity is princess man, I feel basically every day that I dress up as a girl that I'm dressing up as a girl. Yes, you've mentioned this. Yes, mm -hmm. and it's, it's really flattering when, for example, I'll go to doggies. I don't go to doggies. That was a dark. That was a bark. Dogs, dogs are barking and wagging tails. <laughs> bump, 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 bump. So I'll go to church functions or I'll go to bars. And in a queer environment, you see a broad-shouldered woman built like an ice cream cone, big chest, big shoulders, and straight down from there, not much hips, not much waist. You have more hips and waist now. I do now because I've been going to the gym. Mm -hmm. For a while. For, Yeah. For a couple of years I have, but... Uh, uh, but even comparatively, so, you're still like... Even so, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a Viking. You are a Viking. And so, you know, you see a tall woman with a fairly broad and muscular build with a high femme presentation. And in my best heels, I'm 5'11", close to 6 foot. Mm-hmm. And how often is that woman going to be biologically female? If she's my wife. That's yeah. That's about it. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's not uncommon, or at least it wasn't for a long time, that I would be taken for a, a biologically male woman. And I've always found that incredibly flattering. I like it. Nice. So thank you to our friends that have questioned that. You flatter me. They were asking you that. Well, they, they sent us that link of the trans teen couple and oh, said, oh, oh, this is like you guys. And I'm like, well, not really, but thank you. Excellent. Yes. So, so th I think those are our stories. Those are our stories and our questions. And if you have any more, then email us at transpantastic at gmail.com or comment on our website, transpantastic.net. And we get a lot of questions through Tumblr where we are also transpantastic. Yep. And <laughs> so, you know, hit us up with any questions that you have. We'll answer you privately and probably stockpile your question for another month or two and have another one of these question-answering episodes. Right. Where even I get to find out what's going on. I <laughs> need to start forwarding you the emails. And I can't forward you Tumblr because you don't have one. Do you? Yes, I do. You have a Tumblr? Yeah. Why do you have a Tumblr? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so oh, I can see stuff. It was for one of those sci-fi... Was it Star Trek? No, it was Doctor Who. That you were participating in some competition or some contest. And you needed a Tumblr for it. And you put yes, up your... yes. Last year when we made the TARDIS instead of a Christmas tree at work. Oh, yes. That's it. Yes. It was a Christmas TARDIS. Yes. And so I posted it, 
but I was I was too slow with my posting. I missed the deadline. I'm sorry. Mm. I you know how I read things. Not. <laughs> I think it says this. No wonder our number two child <laughs> reads like he does. <laughs> he just takes after me. Yeah. Oh uh, well. well. We looked at the picture. What can I say? <laughs> so is that it? That's it. That's it. Yep. Okay. Thanks. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission of the hosts. Thanks for listening! They had a work-in-progress sign-up as opposed to a 504. Okay. 504 meaning, or no, 404. Website not found. Okay. I keep thinking 504 because it's an educational plan. I know, I'm looking at you like I thought that was education, but okay. Maybe they have these numbers other places. No, it's the, so we'll try this again. Ha, 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 ha.